Hey guys, before we get started with this week's episode, I uh, just want to share some words uh, about my friend Shane. Uh, we just lost him uh, this past week and just wanted to yeah, express my condolences to his family and stuff. And um, yeah, he had been my, my rock the last few years um, after uh, my mom passed uh, two years ago. He was constantly checking on me every week, making sure I was okay. Um, had some recent life changes where I had to move uh, to the Bay Area, kind of change my life around and stuff. And uh, he was there for me as well, always calling me and texting me, making sure it was good. Um, you know, he was just like the most selfless person I knew. Um, even though we lived like states apart, uh, we would still try to meet up once or twice a year. Um, you know, other friends kind of fell by the wayside and you know, stop contacting us and stuff and, you know, kind of left us hanging, but he was just always consistent, always there, uh, good lifelong friend to have. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just tragic news there. Um, yeah, we're the same age. Um, so it was, you know, you don't expect that to happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just definitely lost a, a pillar in my life, someone who I relied on heavily, um, it was like him and my mom, who I relied on heavily to, you know, to kind of get through things, talk to to about stuff. Um, you know, we both loved cooking together. Um, that was kind of, we shared our our love for food and preparing food for people. Um, so we used to get together, do some surf and turf, you know, some steak and shrimp or some lobster. I'd make my tacos and my salsa and, you know, different stuff like that. Um, so we just enjoyed, you know, having some drinks and, you know, making dinner and stuff. But, um, but yeah, just... Uh, terrible terrible news and i'll miss my friend um just wanted to acknowledge him and you know so i, I didn't get a, a, a chance to really watch a lot of games these past couple weeks i've watched here and there but you know it's been uh, it's been kind of tough for me so uh but yeah so we'll get started with this podcast hi this is daniel sandoval from the sandoval bench podcast BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those on betonline.net as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. That's betonline.net. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode. You're listening to the Sandoval Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Sandoval. Uh, so for this week, I wanted to recap week two of the NFL season, uh, recap my parlay picks that I also got wrong again. Um, so we'll make some new ones this week. Uh, I want to talk about Trey Lance and Jim Garoppolo. Uh, talk some baseball, Aaron Judge and Albert Pujols. Um, two very different home run chases, but both uh, very interesting. Um, and then I want to discuss uh, the Emmys. We have the Emmys happened a couple weeks ago, so I'll discuss the winners there. Uh, I wanted to talk about The Bear, a show I just binged this past weekend, which is a great show. So we'll get into that as well. So let's start with baseball. Our Pujols is at uh, 698. Needs two more home runs to reach the 700 club. 
Uh, he says he's not going to retire, or he said he will retire, even if he doesn't hit 700 this season. Um, so I don't believe that, but I think that just means he's more determined to finish this year with 700. There's still like two weeks, two and a half weeks left of the season, so I can see it happening. Um, he's had a great you know, second surge in the second half of the season after the All-Star break for the Cardinals. Um, uh, just great to see. You know, he has always been uh, the consummate professional and, um, you know, was never linked to PEDs or anything like that. So I'm glad he passed A-Rod. As far as Aaron Judge, he's at 59 home runs, uh, two home runs away from tying the 61 mark uh, made by Roger Maris. I think it was at like the 60s or something. Um, So he seems like he's going to pass it too. So they both need, uh, they both need two uh, to reach that number. Um... And, you know, three to, to, to get past uh, 761. Um, so, yeah, great for baseball. Um, you know, there's some, some storylines that aren't always great there. But um, I always love the home run chases. I'm not sure if people care as much as, as they used to. Um, I think it's always exciting because, you know, you don't, you don't know when it's going to happen. Aaron Judge just had a two home run game uh, yesterday or was that the day before. Um, so, yeah, he can easily finish it in, in one game and hit three home runs. You know, he's just having a, a great season and that contract that he's going to get this next year is going to be at least 300 million, 350 million. Uh, the Yankees are going to have to pay a lot more to keep him. I don't see him leaving anywhere else. I see him staying with the Yankees. Um, uh, but yeah, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, wanted to get into first the last Monday night game. Uh, Russell Wilson did not look good and Geno Smith looked amazing uh, Seahawks ended up beating the Broncos in that game in Russ's return to Seattle, his re- little revenge game that they set up. Um, and then for this next week, um, I guess we could continue talking about uh, the Broncos. The Broncos really struggled uh, early on against the Texans. Um, you know, they ended up uh, winning 16 to 9. Uh, but Russ was missing throws. He just he was struggling bad, and and they were losing. So he looked like he was he was already washed. Um, I mean, sixteen to nine, you're supposed to be a you know a Super Bowl contending team, and you pretty much barely hang on and beat the Texans. You know, um, so I think there's some. I know it's early; it's the second week, but there's some question marks there for me with the Broncos. Uh, they might not be as good as we thought. Um, I did pick them to, to uh, win that game, so my parlay was good. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see. I, I need to see something better. Maybe they're still trying to figure things out and gel as a team, uh, but maybe, I'm not sure. Uh, 49ers and Seahawks. This was a a big game. 49ers ended up winning 27 to seven. But the story of that game was Trey Lance. Trey Lance went down uh, with an ankle injury early in the game. Broken ankle. They uh, took him off the field with an air cast. Uh, he's out for the season now. So uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo comes in. You know, has two touchdowns, a, a rushing touchdown. Looks great with that team, right? He has a he has the um, the connection with those guys, and they seemed really excited for Jimmy. You know, and the fans were excited for him, really cheering him on um, as he you know as he led the team to victory, and now. You know, there was a lot of rumblings, a lot of articles coming out that, hey, some guys want Jimmy Garoppolo. I was one of the guys that said that they should start Jimmy Garoppolo because Trey Lance wasn't ready, right? And I, and I thought that Jimmy Garoppolo would play 
at some point this season, either because of a Trey Lance benching, I was thinking like week five, week six, or something like that, or because of a Trey Lance injury, because he gets hit a lot, he's outside of the pocket, and sure enough, that's what happened, uh, broke his ankle, right, but, um, you know, and you feel for him, because, uh, you know, with COVID happened, he only played like one game his senior year, and that was just to show scouts, hey, I'm a quarterback, right, and then, guess the NFL doesn't really play a lot, and then finally gets his, his opportunity and, you know, he has this, um, and he has Jimmy Garoppolo behind him, so there's already a lot of talk. And then he just gets injured like that early in the second game, so didn't get a chance to fully blossom. Um, but with this injury, this does this does put for the 49ers right at the top as far as contenders in the NFC. I think the NFC is wide open. You know, even with the Packers, they don't look that good. The Rams, they, you know, they look terrible that first week against the Bills, so they're beatable. Um, I think for the 49ers, you know, with Trey Lance, they weren't as set at quarterback, so they weren't a, a, a surefire contender, right? Because we didn't, we, there's a lot of question marks with him. We didn't know what he'd be able to do. Uh, but with Jimmy Garoppolo, I, I think, you know, they're back to where they were, right? Like they can go to the NFC Championship game like they did last year. They can, you know, a few plays here, a few plays there, they can make the Super Bowl, right? And win this game. So, I would put them at the, the top of the list for contenders. If you have a futures bet, that's good. You know, maybe make a futures bet now because I'm sure the, the odds will change there. But um, so I'm expecting big things out of San Francisco now uh, this year. Possibly coming out of the NFC. Um, I, can, I can maybe change that, but um, I'll keep it with Tampa Bay for now. But uh, we'll see. Uh, Packers and Bears. Uh, this looked more like... They more played like how they, they were supposed to play, right? Packers winning 27-10, Bears looking lost on offense. So that's how it was supposed to look week one, and it was complete opposite week one. Uh, that was one pick I looked uh, that I got right as well, Packers over Bears. I got the 49ers over the Seahawks. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers looked great. Uh, Justin Fields uh, didn't look as great, but um, yeah, not much of a, of a Sunday night football game. Uh, Raiders and Cardinals, this is one I got wrong. Raiders had a 20-point lead. Uh, Cardinals came back, and Kyler Murray did amazing things. Had a pass at the end uh, to tie it, and then uh, or to to bring them within a tying opportunity. And then they went for two, tied it again, or tied it there, and then ran it in at the end zone for a touchdown uh, in overtime, and they won 29-23. Uh, so the Raiders, uh, yeah, just a terrible blown lead from the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr had a good game though against that Cardinals secondary, which has said, you know, they, they might struggle. They're, they're kind of weak at corner, so you can, you know, score some points easily. But uh, just a bad loss for the Raiders. Uh, good win for the Cardinals because if the Cardinals started 0-2 and, you know, they, they had two blowouts, back-to-back blowouts, there'd be a lot of questions in uh, in Arizona. But, yeah, good win for them. So I lost that one. Uh, Bengals and Cowboys. Bengals are starting off 0-2, losing to Cooper Rush and the Dallas Cowboys 20-17. to Cooper Rush may be, may be good enough to to win the Cowboys a few games, you know, especially with that weak NFC East. Who knows? But now I, I didn't I have them winning only six games if Dak Prescott misses. Uh, I think he's missing like six to eight weeks. So if if Cooper Rush can you know keep them like three and three or or you know if they if the six games actually or four and two something like that at five hundred or better. Um, you know, they can still make the playoffs, right? Uh, they have enough talent there on that team. But the Bengals, I'm kind of worried, you know, only scoring 17 points against that defense. Um, you know, Jamar Chase didn't have as big of a, 
of a game as he did last year. Um, so a little worried about that. Uh, Falcons and Rams. Uh, the Rams only won 31-27 uh, against the Falcons. The Falcons, I mean, Cordell Patterson didn't even have a good game. Drake London, you know, um, showed had finally had his first touchdown. Um, but the Rams barely beating the Falcons. The Falcons are expected to win like five games, you know. So I'm a little worried about the Rams too. Like I, I had mentioned a, a couple episodes ago was like that Super Bowl hangover. You know, I feel like um, for them it's like, okay, we won. And, you know, now they, they probably don't feel like they have to, you know, I don't know. You know, there's always a Super Bowl hangover with, with certain teams, right? Like the expectation stays the same, but maybe they're not, you know, you can't say they're working, not working as hard, but, you know, something always happens, right? There's like a little bit of a letdown. And, you know, so far we're seeing it with the, the blowout with, uh, with the Buffalo Bills and then, you know, barely beating the Falcons. Like, come on, the Falcons at home? I don't know. It's just weird. And then this game was really good. Dolphins and Ravens. Uh, just back and forth all game. Tua looked good. Um, you know, he had some big passes to uh, Tyree Kill, and, and Jalen Waddle had a big game too. Um, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson had that big run for a touchdown. Uh, Dolphins ended up winning 42-38. to 38. Offense looks a lot better under Mike McDaniel. Um, you know, he's a lot more, uh, he gets these guys open, and, you know, they have a lot of weapons there for Tua. So this is like the perfect year for, for Tua to get set up. And to, you know, really plant his flag there with his team and, and, you know, build his leadership qualities and stuff like that. And then for uh, Buccaneers and Saints, Bucks finally won. Tom Brady finally won. This is why he came back. He came back to beat the Saints in the regular season. He was 0-3 the last three games. Uh, but they beat the Saints 20-10. to There was some some brawling there. Tom Brady talking his shit. Uh, then Mike Evans comes in and, and shoves someone and gets ejected. So there was a couple ejections there. Uh, but Brady was hyped in the third quarter when they were down 3-0, but they came back to win 20-10. Uh, Jameis Winston threw three fourth-quarter interceptions, so that, that'll, that pro- that'll do it for, for a team. If your quarterback throws three fourth-quarter interceptions, you're probably going to lose the game. So he looked like uh, Jameis looked like Jameis there in that in that sense. But, you know, if he throws three touchdowns, like Jameis looked like Jameis. So he could go either way with them. Um, but Buccaneers, you know, they don't look great right now, but, you know, they're doing enough to win, obviously. So they're 2-0, but... They don't look as like as great as they did last year or even the year before for sure. So, um, but that's still my pick: uh, Buccaneers and Bills in the Super Bowl, but the Bills winning. Uh, next game: Jets and Browns. Uh, this one was good too. You know, I had the Browns winning, so I lost that that pick. Uh, Browns ended up losing thirty-one to thirty. Jets. I mean, I don't know how they scored that many points. You know, against that defense, but you know. They made it work. Robert Sala, you know, I, I feel like he's on the hot seat this year. They need, they need to see some improvement from him. Um, haven't seen it yet, but um, you know, th- that's better. You know, without Zach Wilson, so, so we'll see. Um, and then uh, Commanders and Lions. Lions won that game, thirty-six to twenty-seven. I don't have enough, a, a lot of belief in the com- Commanders this year at all. Um, Lions, I do. I love, love watching the Lions. They're, um, they're a fun team to watch for sure. Uh, Panthers and Giants. This one I got wrong. The Giants are two and zero for the first time in, I want to say eight years. Uh, they won nineteen to sixteen. Panthers are not looking good. Not looking good at all offensively. Uh, Baker Mayfield is struggling. Um, Giants are finding ways to win though, and you need to be able to win those close games, and that's what they're doing. Uh, Patriots somehow. Patriots beat the Steelers. I don't know if I. I think I picked the Steelers in that one. Patriots 17 to 14, just a low scoring defensive game. Uh, Mac Jones struggled 
fantasy wise. I wouldn't start Mac Jones at all <laughs> fantasy wise. I have him on my bench and he just yeah, I don't even think about starting him. Uh this one was weird. Uh Jags and Colts. I definitely picked the Colts. Um uh, I don't know what it is about the Colts. Um they get a quarterback, you know, ever since Peyton Manning, they had uh who they have? They have Philip Rivers, uh they brought in Carson Wentz. Now they brought in Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan who won an MVP. Went to the Super Bowl, all this stuff, but they lose twenty four to zero to the Jags. Like what? You can't beat the Jags with Matt Ryan. Like you have so much talent offensively. You have a great offensive line, probably the best offensive line. You have that great defense there too. Like this team is set up to win a Super Bowl. They just need the quarterback. But Matt Ryan struggled. He looked like Carson Wentz. I thought they got rid of Carson Wentz. I thought Carson Wentz was in Washington. It looks like he's still there in Indianapolis. Um, I don't know what's with the Colts. I'm not betting on the Colts ever. I'm not betting on them to win. I'm always going to pick them to lose because it just drives me crazy. Thursday night game, I still haven't been able to watch Thursday night game. I have to stream the game. It's just a whole thing. So I've just been watching highlights. But apparently it was really good. Uh, Justin Herbert played with fractured ribs. He was just tough as hell in that game, coming back against the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs ended winning 27-24. But, you know, that those matchups are going to be great between um, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Uh, tonight we have two Monday night games hasn't happened. Uh, usually they do that for the first week, but, uh, for some reason they, they wait till the second week. And I think the third week also, they're going to have two Monday night games. So tonight we have the Titans and bills. I, I feel the bills are going to blow out the Titans. Um, and I had mentioned earlier or last week bench Derrick Henry, but I don't have any other options. So I have to start Derrick Henry. Luckily the rest of my fantasy team is doing well. Uh, then Vikings and Eagles, that'll be a good matchup, uh, both 1-0, um, both, you know, Vikings look good this year, a lot of people are picking the Eagles, I know that, um, but yeah, so two Monday night games tonight, which is uh, always fun. Okay, so next parlay picks, uh, so for Thursday we have Steelers and Browns, I don't bet Thursday games, um, so then we'll have the Sunday game, Ravens at Patriots. Ravens are favored. I'm going to pick the Ravens. I'm kind of questioning that one. That one's tough because defensively, I feel like Bill Belichick is going to make uh, Lamar Jackson throw three interceptions or whatever. But they think they struggle against mobile quarterbacks, and he's the most mobile quarterback in the NFL. Um, and then, you know, the Ra- their defense is good. Um, I worry about the Patriots offensively. Uh, Mac Jones has been struggling. Um I don't feel great about it, but I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Uh, Bills and Dolphins. This is gonna be a good game. Um, you know they're playing in Miami. Bills minus two twenty. I'm gonna take that one. I think defensively they're gonna make Tua uncomfortable. Uh, try to make him more mobile, which he's really not mobile. He's not that fast running the ball. Um, so I'll go with that. Uh, Bengals at Jets. Bengals minus two ten. They have to have a bounce back game, right? Last year they were looking good. I had my part. They messed up my parlay last year, where that was the only game that I got wrong because they went to New York and lost. Uh, Joe Burrow had a little bit too much fun, maybe I don't know. But this is about bounce back game for them. I'm definitely taking the Bengals minus two ten. Lions and Vikings. I'm gonna take the Vikings at minus three thirty in Minnesota. Um, you know they just can't stop Justin Jefferson. Have a great running game. They're improved. They, they could probably make the playoffs this year uh, with since there's seven teams. Um, they've looked really good so far. Texans and Bears. Um, the Bears are even minus 145. Um, I don't I don't feel comfortable betting this one at all. Um, 
I would guess I would probably take the bear. I'm not putting money on this one. This one's weird. Texans and Bears. Like, I don't know. They're just both bad teams. But, like, maybe the Bears because they have Justin Fields, better quarterback. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Indianapolis Colts. Definitely taking the Chiefs. That's a lock. The Colts are just terrible, I guess, with Matt Ryan. Uh, They're playing in Indianapolis. Um, Raiders and Titans. This one is even for the Titans. Uh, They're playing in Tennessee. It just feels kind of like a weird game um, for the Raiders. I'm kind of down on Tennessee this year because they they traded A.J. Brown, so they're going to rely heavily on uh, Derrick Henry. Um, I would say let's go with the Raiders. Raiders are favored. Minus 120. I don't feel good about this one as well. Uh, Saints and Panthers. Definitely go with the Saints. Minus 160. Uh, Panthers has been struggling. Uh, Jameis is injured, though. Uh, but even if he's injured, they could put Taysom Hill in. I think Taysom Hill can can lead them to victory over the Panthers. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Washington Commanders. Commanders plus 165. They're playing in Washington. I'm taking the Eagles. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe in Washington at all this year. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, Chargers, they're playing in L.A., Chargers minus 330. Uh, Justin Herbert is day-to-day, but he'll probably play. Uh, Falcons and Seahawks. This one, uh, this one could go either way. I'm going with the Falcons plus 110 in Seattle. Um, Seattle just looked really bad against the 49ers. I know it's a Super Bowl contending team, a Super Bowl defense that they have there. But the Falcons, you know, they literally played the Rams who just won the Super Bowl and they looked they looked good. You know, they were that game was close, right? Um, so I'll go with the Falcons in that one. Uh, Packers and Bucks. Um, playing in Tampa. Uh, I'm gonna I'll pick the Bucks for this one. I don't feel good about this one either. Minus one fifty. Um, yeah, Packers, Packers look good against the Bears, but they struggled against, uh, you know, a potential, p- potential playoff team in the Vikings, right? Um, you know, he's not trusting his wide receivers. They need to rely more on the running game, I think. Uh, but there seems like there's like a push and pull with, with, um, Coach LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Like they want more, you know, passing and, you know, he want or he wants more passing and they want more running. I don't know. It just seems like something weird is going on. So I'll pick the Buccaneers at minus 150. Uh, Rams and Cardinals in Arizona. I'm going with the Rams. I don't believe I'm not. I'm not going to bet on the Cardinals to win that. But you know they did look good against the Raiders, coming back down 20-0. Uh, but yeah, I'll pick the Rams for that one. Broncos and Niners. Um, this one's close. 49ers minus 105. Uh, Broncos minus 115. They're playing in Denver. They have Jimmy Garoppolo back. Um, I'm picking the Niners because, you know, Russell Wilson, he struggled against the Texans, didn't look good against the Seahawks, and those teams didn't have good defenses. And 49ers have way better defense than those teams. Um, So I expect them to, you know, make him more uncomfortable, right? And uh, maybe force some turnovers. He looked inaccurate against Houston. Um, So picking the 49ers, minus 105. And then, oh, so that's the Sunday night game. So usually I just do the Sunday afternoon games, but I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with the Sunday night game because, you know, that one seems like an easy one for me. And then Monday night is Giants and Cowboys, which I probably would take the Giants, but I'm not, I'm just doing the Sunday games. So our odds are uh, plus 37,220. So I'm going to put $10 down on that for us to win $37,220. 
3,721. All right, so fingers crossed. Let's hope that we win that amount this week. That would be nice. Um, let's see what else did I want to get into. Oh, so a new show I've been watching. It came out earlier this year. Um, I had um, I saw like commercials for it and stuff, and it was uh, it, I was interested in it immediately, but I didn't get a chance to watch it yet because it was on Hulu. Um, it's called The Bear, um, and it's just about um, this guy who works at he works at the French Laundry and all these great restaurants um, all over the world and stuff. And um, he's like he was voted like best chef and stuff. But so his brother dies, and they have like a family restaurant in Chicago. It's just like an you know. It's called the beef, and um, so the brother leaves the restaurant to him. So he has to move back home, you know, and deal with the loss of his brother, and you know, get reconnected with family and stuff like that. And he basically this restaurant is run like a mom and pop restaurant, and he he's you know trying to bring all his you know culinary teachings and stuff into this restaurant, and it's just such a great show. You know, there's some dark undertones with it, but it's like you know kind of like a dark. Uh, sense of humor if you have that you, you'll like this show and then you can see what it's like working in a kitchen people yelling at each other cussing at each other and then just like <laughs> verbally abusing people that at the other day like oh good good day today chef you had a great day like so um it's only eight episodes though and i binged it this weekend i thought it was gonna be like 10 or something and i was like really into it and then the last episode ended on a cliffhanger i'm like damn like i was really into that show so um, I have to wait for the second season, but um, highly recommend that show. It's very, very good. Um, let's see what else. Oh, I wanted to talk about the Emmys. The Emmys were a couple weeks ago, and uh, so I'll just go through the list. Um, outstanding drama series. You know, you had Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, which are all three great shows right there. Severance. I'm on episode three of Severance now. Severance is is dark, and I, I really like. There's something weird going on with that show. It's I has I mean, it, people have probably already finished watching it because it's you know it already ended, but um, or the first season already ended. But I'm behind. I have a whole list of shows I need to catch up on. But um, so where I'm at in that, it's it's really good so far, and I'm I'm into that one. But it's on Apple TV Plus, so you have to have a login for that. They're all on different things now, you know. Um, Stranger Things, Squid Game, Succession, Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets was amazing, just the way that they did that. That one was on Showtime with the soccer team. Their plane crashes, and they're in the woods, and they have to resort to cannibalism. And it goes back to, from present day. It goes all the way back to the 90s when it happened. That one is insane. Uh, but Succession won that show. Succession had a great, what was it, season five? A great season five finale um, when, um, when Shiv is like going back. You know, after she heard the bad news, but someone told Logan what the kids were planning on doing, and then um, and then Tom puts his hand on on her shoulder, and then she knows right there that Tom, her husband, just sold her out to her dad. It's just oh my god, that that scene was just fantastic. And Tom, the guy who plays Tom, was just oh my god, just brilliant in that in that uh, last season. That episode specifically was just oh great. Uh, outstanding comedy series, Abbott Elementary, great show. Um, Barry, Kirby Enthusiasm, Hacks, uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, one again. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gotten into that show yet, um, but you know it's it's been winning a lot of awards, so maybe I'll I'll give it another chance. But that one's also on Apple TV Plus. Um, outstanding limited series, Pam and Tommy, uh, the one about Pamela Anderson's uh, sex tape. I think that one was on Hulu Plus. Uh, the Dropout. I've actually been watching The Dropout about Elizabeth Holmes. 
Amanda Seyfried plays um, uh, Elizabeth Holmes on Hulu Plus. It's a, I don't know, on Hulu, not Hulu Plus, it's just Hulu. Everything has a plus in it. Um, yeah, she plays her really well. She does like her little dark voice thing and then she's like wearing the same outfits. I'm on like episode five, but she did such a great job playing Elizabeth Holmes. And man, it's just, I watched the documentary that was on HBO hbo max and it's just like alarming what happened and how how she got away with so much and like got so much money but uh the show is really interesting how she started and and why she is the way she is i think um and then other ones were inventing anna uh dope sick the winner was white lotus though remember the white lotus white lotus was great last season waiting for the new seasons to start um jennifer coolidge is in the second season along with Aubrey Plaza and what's his name? I forget his name, but he's, uh, he plays Christopher in the Sopranos. He's in it as well. Um, and I think this year they're going to, it's going to take place like in Europe or something. Um, so that should be out. I think next year they already finished filming that one. Um, I was saying lead actor in a drama series, Brian Cox succession, Bob Odenkirk, um, Adam Scott severance and Jeremy strong is succession tough contenders right there. But then Lee Jung Jae of, Squid Game ended up winning that one. So that that seemed like an upset to me. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark, Melanie Linsky in Yellow Jackets, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon in The Morning Show, and Zendaya won again for Euphoria because in I, I don't know if you guys remember that episode where she's yelling at Jules in, uh, for, um, in, the second, this is, in this next season and she's just yelling at her in the kitchen and I did an episode of like, she just won the Emmy right there with the way she was yelling at Jules. Uh, she was just amazing as uh, as Rue in, in Euphoria. So she's back-to-back winner right there. So uh, congratulations to her. Outstanding drama. Uh, outstanding uh, supporting actor in drama series. Uh, Nicholas Braun, uh, Cousin Greg in Succession. Uh, Billy Crudup in The Morning Show. Uh, Kieran Culkin in Succession. Uh, Park Hae-soo in Squid Game. Matthew McFadden in Succession. That's the guy who plays Tom in Succession. And he won because of his his just amazing work in that last season and the way he just ratted out Shiv and the kids. And he just sold out his wife uh, to just work with Logan Roy. And, man, it was just well done. It was, well, it was just perfect writing. He executed it just to perfection. And it was just like one of the best seasons of, of, of television history. I honestly feel that way. It was just so great. Just like the dynamic and, and how everything was done because I didn't expect Tom to do anything. He was just, he was playing the long game. He was just planting his seed. He knew his wife was cheating on him. He was like, okay, I'm going to plant my seed. I'm going to get revenge. I'm going to be on top with Logan Roy here. So he won and that's yeah. Great job there. Um, I was saying supporting actress in drama series, Julie Garner, Ozark, Patricia Arquette, Severance, uh, June Ho, Ho- Yon, uh, Squid Game, Christina Ritchie, uh, and Yellow Jackets, Rhea Seahorn, and Better Call Saul. I thought she was going to win. She plays um, Kim Wexler in Better Call Saul, and that character is just, uh, she was great in that. And uh, that show finally ended, which I was sad about, but um, where she ends up and where Saul ends up is just. Um, it was sad and it was, um, it was, I guess it was fitting, but she was just like always, always supporting him through the entire time. Uh, Jay Smith Cameron in succession, Sarah Snook succession, Sydney Sweeney and euphoria. The winner was Julia Garner in Ozark as that show ended. So that's her sec. I think her second or third Emmy for 
Ozark. She's just been amazing in that show. Um, outstanding lead actor in a comedy series. Jason Sudeikis won that one for Ted Lasso. Um, let's see. Outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Gene Smart won again for Hacks. That show is amazing. Hopefully that one doesn't get canceled by this merger of, of not Paramount, Discovery Plus and HBO Max because they're just canceling shows, but they can't cancel Hacks because she's already won back-to-back Emmys. It's a, it's a great show that people like. It's on its second season, but... You know, she beat out some other other people who were definitely worthy of that as well. But she's just so amazing in that show. I just I love that show so much. And she's just so funny. Um, outstanding uh, supporting actor in a comedy series. Uh, Brett Goldstein won it for Ted, Ted Lasso. I, again, I haven't seen that show. Or I watched a couple episodes. I just couldn't get into it. Um, let's see what else is on here. I think those are the most of the... Oh, outstanding supporting actress in a limited series, uh, Jennifer Coolidge won for the White Lotus. Um, but most of the people who are nominated, all of them were in the White Lotus except two were from uh, Dope Six. So that shows how great that show was. But um, but yeah, that those are all the the winners, the list of the winners for the Emmys. Um, yeah, a lot of them that I agree with. Um, a lot of good awards. There's been a lot of good TV shows. I feel like we're like in the pinnacle of uh, the golden age of uh, of tv right now right because you know you have everything that hbo is coming out with apple tv is they have their own set of shows but they're getting like some big actors and some big stuff they're just putting money behind a lot of stuff um you have the the game of thrones prequel is out um i haven't watched it yet but there are five episodes in um you know barry's last season is there i need to catch up on um westworld their new season just concluded as well so there's a lot of stuff and then like hulu does their you know they're they're kind of getting back on there with with shows too they have some good shows you know they have the bear and then they have um the dropout the one about elizabeth holmes so there's there's a lot of good tv you just have to have all these subscriptions and be able to find you know what you're looking for but you know there's something for everyone right um i think the one that's kind of lacking is has been netflix like they don't have they don't have that show for me well i mean they did have it with ozark but Ozark ended. That was a show where I'm like, oh, I need a, I need a Netflix subscription so that I can watch Ozark. But I don't think they have that. And now HBO has that with, um, what is it called, House of Dragons, which is the prequel to Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, other like networks and stuff, they have those kind of shows. But, uh, but yeah, that's all it that I have for this uh, week's episode. Um, thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, next week. We'll review my parlay, and yeah, we'll go from there. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it.